The Danger Junior All Bark No Bite Room is sponsored by Carnival Barkers Cafe. Equal parts candy shop, pet crematorium, and exotic meat vendor. Carnival Barkers Cafe dares to ask, what can we get away with selling to rich whites? Located in whatever neighborhood is currently being gentrified in Austin, Texas. Hi, welcome to the Danger Junior Writer's Room. We have a special guest today, but before we get to them, I do have to introduce my co-hosts. My name is Austin Zesson, and I'm asking the rest of my crew, fight or flight. Blake Brown. I choose fight. I'm sorry, what? I'm Blake Brown, I <laughs> and no I choose you are. fight. <laughs> stay hard at all times! Gotta stay hard, baby. Savagery. Is that Goggins? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, you always know who my sample people are. How do you do that? Uh, I'm going to have to start changing their voices. Yeah. Logan uh, Baggerly. I'm Logan. My name's Logan. And what did you, you choose? Fight? Yeah. Now fight. I have to choose fight. I can't choose flight now that he started the trend of you fight. You could. I'm not going to choose flight. All right. Let's I, assume we're taking it literally and you you can fly. Oh, shit. What? Okay. <laughs> so in that situation where. I either get super strength or the ability to fly. I'm still taking fight. I think the really. Cool. I think the question is, do you? Would you rather somebody fight you right now, or would you rather gain the ability of flight? Hi, Addison Willett. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to jump in here just because you've never heard my voice before. Uh, I love that topic. So, I think Good. flying is probably going to be the ultimate winner, right? You because would think so. all you, if you, you get above like eight, <laughs> eight, nine feet, then it's kind of a non-issue at that yeah. point. But we didn't set but the terms shoot of you. flight. You can just you can shoot you down. Well, their How power of fighting fly? isn't going to help. But them. then you're an unmanned. This like, isn't a power. This isn't the well, power of gun skill. This is a power of fighting, like fist fighting. Well, then you you're unru- you know, fighting wait, who and the fuck guns. said that? Yeah, I'm sorry. What's yeah, your who are you? My name's Jimmy D, and I'm expert fighter and flighter. I've I can do both. And you can't fight and also be able to use guns. That's impossible. Okay, here's the thing with flight. As soon as you're 10 feet off the ground, you are now registered as an unregistered flight in the FAA. You will be shot down Ten feet. by the government. <laughs> How are you registered as something You're basically a drone, okay? Yeah. You are now registering to the FAA as, as an unidentified flying object. As an unidentified flying object, you will yeah. be shot down by the military. So, so if you UFOs? have the power of so fight, fight, you also get the power of the military? So you no, those are just people? What this about Balloon unbalanced. Boy? What about Balloon Boy? <laughs> what about Balloon Boy? Consider Why is this. no one talking about Balloon Boy? Because Megan's because not was, here this week. Yeah. You know, Balloon That's Boy has Megan a name. Here. Spoiler okay. alert, Does ladies he? and gentlemen. Yeah. We no Megan, Megan. Yeah, we killed <laughs> Megan. <laughs> Ralphie. We replaced so, her with our lovely do guest. If, do you mind if I tell the story? In. Yeah, well, please for, tell us how you murdered guest. Megan. Okay, so let's introduce oh. our guest first, and then I'll tell you guys what happened to Megan. Oh, was that not my introduction? No. I mean, we want to introduce you. I had something written for the... yourself. Okay. But we want to introduce We're going to be you introducing too. you the whole show. Okay. <laughs> well, I had this, I had like a page written, but now I don't, now I just don't want to do Jesus. it. I feel like it would take too long. All right. So I'm just going to say this is Addison Willett. Hi. You, you already Hello, said that. Everyone. You kind of stole my I thunder. did. Friend uh, of the I show. Friend, friend of the show. How and do we, we know can't him, cut that out. Addison, is that two T's or one T? That's going to go ahead and be two D's there, bud. Willed. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, right at the back end there. You're looking at two T's. Oh, nice. Not anymore. <laughs> that's actually my middle name. And that's is two T's. Two Addison two T's Willard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how's um, how's your relationship with your family? Good or 
Do you uh, hate them for that? Boy, I mean, it, it was... Uh, Is this a prompt? <laughs> I, how's your relationship <laughs> with your family? This is a comedy show. You better hope it's good. <laughs> Otherwise, we're getting sad. Logan? <laughs> my relationship with my family is complicated. Yeah. Very, very complicated. Well, why don't you go ahead with your stories? Are all related to your family? Yeah. How did you kill Megan? So what happened was <laughs> we were at home the other night. We are watching a television show in bed, and Which I don't one? have to disclose to you. I don't have to tell you what show I was watching. Stuart Little. But what bed? My marital bed. Oh my. Gross. And I'm winking to the boys right now. Were y'all now. like, you know... Is it a Serta? I've had some kinky you know shit. I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're laying in bed. She says the N-word to me. She says it Which to me. Which one? <laughs> so, in this particular way, white people are all racist. And she says it to me, and I looked at her dead in the eyes. Yep. I stand up on the bed, and I look at her in her... I look at her in her face, <laughs> and I'm like, what did you just say to me? She says it again. No. A second time. Oh, my God. I think she might have Tourette syndrome, but I didn't give her the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> okay. and it I, would have been the first time it had come up. That would yeah, be yeah. insane. I, so I killed her with my hands in our marital bed. Is that right? She's still there. Uh-huh. You I have need a- your help. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And we recorded all of this. Yeah, I've got a bunch of bags of lie in the back of my Jeep. Is that your plan? To help. That I don't. I have a plan, yes. Yeah. You can make soap with that, you know? I got to say, man, That's I was hoping lie. that it would be a little bit more. I, I was hoping there'd be a little bit more of a fight, you know? Um, She's more of a flight chick. Mm. Okay. Mm. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, yeah, see, that's, you know, if she would have chosen flight, you know, maybe she would have had the government, at, you know, at her disposal to, you know, help her out and maybe still be I, alive. I don't but, think you're understanding that caveat. I don't think you're understanding that aspect of the flight. What the, gov- the hell does fish eggs have to what do with anything? What does flight mean? No, listen. <laughs> caveat. I literally had I saw it. I saw it register on your face. Yeah. Uh, before we get to writing the show, we're doing what we're doing now. We're talking for a little bit before we do some sketches, do some reading. But actually, Logan's uh, story brings up today's prompt. How would you kill someone? Oh, easy, dude. Perfect, perfect Ooh, murder. Boy. What is he? What is a perfect right, murder? Show of hands. Who here watches police procedurals? Like, uh, like well, show of hands. The audience knows. We don't have to tell them who. Uh, yeah, the I'm glad you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Audio medium. Uh, uh, well, it's just a thing for me. It was. It was two of us. Two of us raised our hands. Got it. Two out of five. And it wasn't. And we're me. not saying. Oh, and it wasn't me either. Okay, so do figure it out, audience. Yeah. If Logan's to the left of Blake. And Jimmy's, Jimmy's across a red from shirt. Yes. And Jimmy hates eating seafood. Then I do. You have Which f- one of them <laughs> will eat pizza on Wednesday? What was it you wouldn't eat last week, Einstein's Jimmy? Einstein's riddle. Uh, last week, I I don't eat well for one humans usually. Okay. And this isn't going in the good. podcast, by the way. Is this part of your answer? No, this no. This is nowhere near. We haven't even started on how I would kill. Um, Oh, can, can I say their name? <laughs> you have the beep on Michelle Obama. Oh, I gotta beep this out. Got it. Okay. <laughs> She's the most fight person yeah. there is. Oh, dude. Look at and that's forearms. why I have to defeat her. Imagine yeah. if I fought Michelle Obama. Dude, if I defeated her, no one would question my authority. Hey, it's very of dark the universe. Hey. Uh, hey. my wife. Uh, I was killed by a big bearded man. 
Yeah. Came so, into the house. I, I'm going to keep doing this for 40 minutes. I love the effort of trying to get our show wife. more attention. Mm-hmm. By calling Wrong out way. Michelle Obama. Wrong way, guys. Yeah. No one watches our show except FBI agents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christ, he's doing the Obama oppression again. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Hand it over. Yeah. Let me... Uh, let me let me listen to this it's thing. Contagious. <laughs> oh, it's contagious. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, Jimmy uh, D. Oh, Peter. <laughs> yeah, Peter. Uh, it's not bad, Peter. Yeah. So you would kill Michelle Obama. But yeah, you but didn't here's tell us how. how. You would do it. Okay. So she, Michelle's Obama. She's at the mall. You know. So we are keeping this in. I. I, I no. I think. So then we'll, you're gonna we'll have bleep to the name there. out. Okay. Cool. So this is how I kill. Michelle well, Obama. There we go. <laughs> Don't know the fuck that is. Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So she's... (laughs) I like to imagine there's some girl that's like, what the fuck? Like she heard. (laughs) She listens to the show. (laughs) And her name is Oshelm Obama. Her sister's like, hey, Oshelm. Get in here. You're not going to believe this. This is your cousin. Marvin. (laughs) Marvin Obama. I don't like any of this. Yeah, Listen I don't, like, to I don't this. actually feel good about any of this, but the story I have to tell it. Can you bleep I, it out real quick? Yeah, let me bleep that. <laughs> no, just change the name. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Perfect coverage. Michelle Obama's too funny for me to change it. <laughs> it's <laughs> it stays in the show. <laughs> we can bleep out her real name. Uh, <laughs> her real name. We, you mastermind. Now, you covered it up so well. <laughs> okay, so she's at the mall. <laughs> That's a big part of the story. Yeah, okay. She's at the mall, and she's shopping for hats. And I'm also shopping for hats. And we're just... I'm like, oh, it's Oshel Obama. This is so cool. I'm actually a huge... Like, I just respect her so much. Like, she's obviously a wonderful human being. I'm just going to put that in the podcast on record. <laughs> we did say that. Um but we yeah. both see uh, Charlotte's Web, like the movie, like a vintage hat, like from Charlotte's Web, and we both like go for it at the same time. Quick question: What's on this hat? So it's basically it's the pig character. We don't. I don't know if we any of us Babe. remember his name. I don't think that's it. Charlotte. I think that's it. <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> it's the pig, but he's like he's he's like kind of like. He's cut in half. I'll just say that. And the okay. and the spiders in the middle, like doing like some like you know like yeah like rock and roll kind of like playing a guitar, and it, it's just like the most metal hat you've ever from seen from the book Charlotte's Web. Yeah, from the book. Like, I don't okay. remember that chapter. Well, you know, it's in there. And then so we both go for the hat, and then we like touch each other's hands, and we're like, oh, that's so sorry, I, I didn't mean it. Like, yo, it's, she crushes this, this yours. Is so awkward. Her hand's a little strong. I will mm-hmm. say that. Like, I did notice a little bit of strength there, and we're just like, oh, this is awkward. Like, we both want we both want the last Charlotte's Web hat. And then she's like, yeah, that's funny. I think I should have it, though. She says it really seriously. I'm like, I don't think you should. And then, I, and then she like, she's like, look behind you. Secret service guys, right? Very intimidating. And I'm like... For O'Shell. I'm like, O'Shell, get this O'Shell's fucking hat. Service. Yes. O'Shell's secret service. Which normal people have secret service, too. It's not just other people it's just and less secret it's just like it was pretty not secret i yeah. will say that and by that i was not impressed i was like you just told me the secret dude yeah like this you is just, just an entourage at just this work. point yeah and so i'm like all right i'll let you have the hat but in my mind i say for now i say that i don't say it i might have said it out loud but i'm pretty sure it was in my head yeah so she gets the hat she doesn't really pay for it. she just walks out with it mm-hmm. and then she's like getting close to the escalator 
And I'm like, now's my chance. And I say that in my head, maybe out loud. And then, <clears throat> I don't know if I want to say this. Let's I think just, you should. Okay, hold I on. Think you Let's should. just clarify. You've said everything up until this point yeah. very willingly. So I am very scared for what you are about to say. I'm scared too. On the count of three. <laughs> we'll, we'll, so, say well, I'll say it the same time. Let me bleep it out. I push her down the escalator. <laughs> <laughs> Which side? But she does survive. Uh, it would be really funny if you pushed down. her up, pushed her down the upside, <laughs> so she just falls and then goes back up. <laughs> she go, I push her down the upside, and she gets back up, and she punches me in the face, and then they beat the shit out of me. But I did kill her spirit, I think. I didn't kill her, but I, I killed her spirit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Which is more important. And now she knows, in a motherfucker, if we, if we get yeah. in a hat rumble again... You know what's up. Hey, O'Shell. I'll say that. Ah, uh, perfect. Yeah, Quick question. Good. What is funnier, pushing someone down the upside of an escalator <laughs> or pushing someone up the downside Downs. of an escalator <laughs> where they fall and then that's it? And then they're well, just kind of rolling yeah, like a Circle down. K hot well, I dog? I feel like at some point they'll get caught in the wiring and they'll just get ground up. Uh, oh, like a little video? sausage. I've seen that Final Destination movie. Uh, there's an actual video oh. of like a woman falling through, and it's she's like a tube of toothpaste. Ooh, subprompt, so subprompt, no good. So subprompt. So what is the worst, uh, most unseeable video you've ever seen of somebody dying? What well, are actually, you saying that Jimmy's whole thing was unusable? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're no, gonna no, use no. it. I just this is a this is an interjection because I want to tell a story about a guy uh, dying. So I do have a story in a, in a carpet life? in a no in a carpet factory. There's it's a video online. Okay, it's like security footage. I don't know if so I like this. I want to tell his arm. Go ahead. No, you tell your <laughs> tell your story about gore Blake porn. Telling a story, tell someone else. Go ahead. Yeah, just immediately gives it up. <laughs> tell your gore porn story. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, his his sleeve gets caught in in like the the carpet spinner. Mm-hmm. Oh Christ! And he just starts spinning around the metal rod. Oh, and his Christ. his legs are like slapping the ground. Oh Christ! And he just dies Ooh. like over four four minutes of that. One day. Well, sorry, what were you gonna say? <laughs> so this one time, this wacky yeah. kooky story, <laughs> I was at a and and we've the we've told a story about this place before. I was at the international assembly of my church organization, mm-hmm. and there was this child, a young boy. He was a young bald boy. Uh, he looked like little Cal- Bill. You? No, he looked like oh, little Cal- Bill. You. Why do you say little Bill instead of Calu? Because is he it? was a black boy. Ah, yes. Oh. <laughs> because he was he was actually Megan's I, th- I think he was right now. Who's that? Megan's rolling in her grave. Megan's right now. rolling in her grave. She's actually rolling on my bed because she's not in a grave That's yet. That's right. That was part We've of that problem that, that we had to figure yeah. out. We'll um, get to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was. Let me tell you about this kid. He was dressed to the nines. Mm-hmm. This boy was dressed to impress, baby, in New York City. And he was really feeling himself. The, honestly, this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my fucking life. Also, this kid was dirt poor. He was he was probably, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> is that, I, I is that what you're laughing at? Dressed to the nines, dirt poor. Well, it was like a big deal. You know what I mean? That he okay. had this nice, fancy suit. Got it. It was like, we were all like, oh, look at you. Like, he was really, really dressed up. And he got on an escalator, and I'm... He'd never been on an escalator before. Oh, no. And he didn't know what was happening. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and he, he got 
This is the funniest and saddest shit. He got part of his pant leg stuck in the escalator. And then he reached down to get his pant leg unstuck in his sleeve of his jacket. No! <laughs> <laughs> so he's pinned like a triangle to the ground. And when he got to the top, he like pulled himself free, but he just ripped his clothes off. Completely? Yeah, so he's just in like a torn white Not shirt and Gucci underwear. Suit, dude. Oh, man. No. Oh, <laughs> my God. That's like the saddest Hulk transformation. Because <laughs> then he's not—he's not strong, and he's just crying. It's right. like it's like it's like if a Charlie Chaplin movie was directed by Andre Tarkovsky. It's like it's like a really funny bit that just makes you cry. Like, uh, yeah, I I remember like me and a bunch of friends saw it happen, and we like were wheezing on the floor <laughs> laughing, but also we're like trying to help him up because he's cry- he's bawling. Oh, no. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a horrible thing that's <laughs> happened to him. It's weird to see somebody's yeah. like traumatic like yeah. experience happen in front of you yeah where you're like this is gonna mess up your whole life for a long time i mean he's probably in counseling for sure and i, I fucking threw up i was dry heaving it was the funniest <laughs> <laughs> come on you're come definitely on. like a burnt image in come his brain on. like for, yeah. for therapy yeah no that Would- kid is gonna turn into killmonger from the the black panther movie <laughs> he's just gonna like promise revenge and you know what? Killmonger was in great shape. So, honestly, that kid's probably going to turn Really, really, Didn't really, need really, really good shape. Well, yeah. If you don't have clothes on half the time, you yeah. got to work with something. Yeah. And exactly. he was like, well, can't afford a clothes. Yeah. Have can't afford a clothes. Yeah. Have to, not one clothes. I have to get revenge on my brother and his family and take my rightful place as the heir of the kingdom. Have you all seen the video where it's an aircraft carrier and something goes wrong with the cable that catches the, the jet plane? And I don't know if y'all know this. How so? How aircraft carriers work? They're how they're able to land fighter jets really quickly. Mm-hmm. Is there's a giant cable, like a steel cable, that when the plane lands, it latches onto and it catches it. And at the same time, that same cable will slingshot a plane really fast, so it's, it's able to take off. And it's um, actually Disney invented that technology for the rock and roller coaster. Anyways, that's besides the point. The point of the story is oh, cool. it's a really tense cable, <laughs> and sometimes those cables, even though they're really strong steel cables, they'll break. Sure. And they'll snap and whip about at oh, speeds yep. okay. going thousands of miles per hour. For sure, yeah. I've seen I've seen videos where like one of the road crew guys, the like it snaps and Ooh. it just cuts straight through him. Ooh. Oh, yeah. oh, what's yeah. that movie? That's with- like Ghost Ship. That's ghost, ghost Ship. Yeah, like Ghost Ship. <laughs> oh my yeah, god, dude. Nightmare Central, dude. Yo, fourth grade. Was it fourth grade? It had to be one of those elementary years. I saw a Ghost Ship and I was just messed up, man. Bro, like, that's that movie crazy. Your head sliding off your head, but that's only like that's like the one. <laughs> I, that's one of those movies where it's like you only know that one scene. You don't give the, a shit about the rest of Ghost Ship. Like, you don't shut, up. shut up! Is there is there any <laughs> other terrifying, horrible mass murder know. scenes? I don't, no. I don't so it's like I like that this episode is like a little bit wholesome and then also like just straight up gore porn. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. It's just, not like they're watching it. You know, they'll have to use their imagination. Welcome to the house of pain. Well, you know, now that it's all now that it's all dudes, we can be you know we can be our true selves. Oh, dude, we can be so gross. We can boobies. be as primal as possible, bro. Can I get a woman in the chat? Can I get a baby? I need to make oh, a booby one. So Women. Oh, dude, <laughs> that one. Wait, yeah. hold on, hold on. Drop. Do do that again, and we're gonna. Women. No, 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 Addison, do it again. Women. Yeah, we want to sample it. Yeah, go for it. All right. Oh, me so horny. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Great. That's perfect. Oh, hey, actually, can you bleep that out? 
You should play you should play so horny for him. This has the most beeps of any episode, by the way. You should play so horny for Cause, him. Cause we're too horny. We produced and engineered that, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It took about eight hours. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a lot. Uh, Alright, uh, Addison, perfect murder. How do you do it? Uh We're still doing I that. mean no one else has done it, so at this point yeah. that you I, know. I guess I'll use a ghost ship. <laughs> <laughs> Seems pretty yeah, good. Like, somebody already took escalator, so yeah. I might as well use ghost we, ship. Yeah. We already said it's super forgettable, so oh, yeah. I'm not tied to any sort That's of implication. True. Uh, mm-hmm. Just take a bunch of people out on a boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a ghost ship, you mean? Yeah. Well, at that point, well, they, okay. they don't ship. know it's a ghost ship, right? Yeah. They yeah. assume it's a boat. I'm that not gonna sense. invite anyone onto a ghost ship. <laughs> a Facebook yeah, event. <laughs> Ahoy! I'm the captain of the ghost ship. <laughs> that was. Blake's oh, when are we gonna see the, the ghost episode? Oh yeah. Yeah, Blake was Blake no. was on the ghost ship. No, no. Jimmy's was no. A ghost Jimmy. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was, it was your story. Definitely mine. Where the yeah, where the guy was running up and down with the wrench, scaring people. Uh, oh, no. that was your story. That was my story. Yeah, so you're kind of right. Episode. I think yeah, you're you wrote right. a sketch about being on. The yeah, episode. I said Blake's story. <sighs> Did I say Blake's sketch? Uh, what's I'm sorry. The correct me if I'm wrong here. I'm sorry. Well, you're wrong. Do, do, do your lot, sketches Logan. not tell a story? <laughs> Look. Do my sketches not? I quit. <laughs> no, oh, I quit the podcast. I quit. <laughs> my uh, can you bleep that out. I don't actually quit. Bleep that out. Yeah, thanks. He left. And we beeped the sound of the door shutting. Yeah. What a strange... You got an itchy trigger finger here today. Yeah. It's, it's every it's day. It's every day. <laughs> I said trigger. So, Don't cover do me and lie. Uh, well, ghost ship. That's how you do it. Like that's pretty ship. much it. I'm good with that. You're good with ghost ship? Yeah. That's a yeah, good yeah, answer. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's multiple. Is there anyone like on the ghost ship that you're like... You're fucking for sure invited to the ghost ship. So oh, I you, you're you very there. specifically want me to dox, dox somebody. and call out people. Yeah, I, you did, want I, to I, kill. I just want the evil for our personal game. level the playing field because I feel like I'm gonna go to federal prison, which doesn't isn't as bad as normal prison. Don't I worry, guess, mine's but. gonna be political too. Okay, yeah. yes. Okay, cool. Just because you called yeah. out the smurst lady yeah. <laughs> of the frunited brates. Yeah. <laughs> uh. No, I don't know. I don't okay, have he's not going to dox anybody. I'm Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, okay, so this is what I'm going to do, all right? I'm going to sneak into the Capitol because obviously it's very easy. <laughs> wow, well-timed joke. <laughs> okay. Because obviously it's very easy to do. When, when we're recording this, it is January. Yeah. Yeah. It's January fifth. It'll, it'll be it'll be March thirty first by the time we release this episode. Hey, how many people are actually gonna be there? Yeah. I mean, like, you just overwhelm them. It's all at Tifers anyway. Yeah, man. Here's the thing about that is I'm gonna sneak into the Capitol. Okay, you're gonna sneak in wearing a full. You might be the only person actually doing that. Wearing an all black morph suit. Okay. Armed to the teeth. They don't look for that. Guns and knives. Because yeah. you can take with you, teeth, like you're, you have your teeth weapons sharpened. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna take a, a skill saw, and instead of putting the regular chain on it, I'm gonna put a band of teeth. Yep. That I've sharpened mm. with a file. Teeth man. Mm. That's teeth awesome. Man. Like like a puka necklace. You're gonna tape a puka. puka necklace <laughs> <there>. <laughs> tape a puka. Necklace. <laughs> you got a right. puka. A puka chainsaw. Yeah. Dude, that's intimidating. Shark teeth. Fuck. Shark teeth, baby. <laughs> And then I'm going to go into Nancy Pelosi's office. Don't worry. Don't worry, liberals. Don't worry. It's not what you think. 
And what name did you just say again? Just in case I didn't hear it right. Nancy Pelosi. Okay, so got it. it. Hold on. (laughs) I'm going to go into Nancy Pelosi's office. Okay. I'm going to hide under her desk. Okay. Respectfully hide under her desk. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to say... I'm going to say, Mitch, (laughs) it's Nancy. (laughs) And of course, Mitch McConnell, who has the ears of a bear and the nose of a bear. (laughs) And is a bear, yes. (laughs) Logan is loving his own shit right now. He's waving a fart into his face. (laughs) He's going to hear it and he's going to smell my presence. He's going to smell my musk and he's going to be like, she's ready. Right, and oh, so he's because, and I'm gonna be like, I had a change of heart. He's gonna come into the office, mm-hmm. and, he's, and I'm gonna put a wig on. <laughs> then when he comes in, and it's gonna be a dyed <laughs> version of the Tyler the Creator wig from the Earthquake music video. Mm-hmm. Okay. Earthquake, sorry, deep cut, good reference. And he's gonna come in, and I'm gonna be sitting on the desk, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna, With and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna be sitting on the desk. Uh, 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 that it, and I'm gonna have my legs crossed, and then I'm gonna uncross my legs and cross them the other way, like that lady from that one movie Sharon where. Stone. <gasps> yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And and I'm gonna say, "Come over here, big boy." And he's gonna come over to me, and then I'm gonna grab him by the fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I'm gonna pull out. I'm gonna hold my. I'm gonna hold my my tooth blade. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna say, "This blade, you've seen it before, right?" <laughs> And he's gonna be like the legendary tooth blade. <laughs> that's fucking. That's fucking right, Mitch. Where's my fourteen hundred dollars, Mitch? Yeah. Where's my fourteen hundred dollars, Mitch? Why does Mitch McConnell? Why, uh, why does he owe you fourteen hundred dollars? Because isn't he like the thing? Isn't he like the reason we didn't get them? I don't know anything about politics. Why is he the reason oh, we didn't oh, get them? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a person. I've got crack to buy. That's what I'm trying to say. I've okay. got crack to buy. All right. I owe a lot of people a lot of money, and I'm desperate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm gonna kill Mitch McConnell with a tooth blade. In a wig, wearing a suit. Okay, like <laughs> that's the story. I, I like. Well, how how do you get away with it though? It's not really a. Yeah, that was the whole point. Of the whole I don't know. Question. Yeah. you know how you get away with it? You just walk out. You walk. In you you walk just walk out, out like that you own the place. I say, I pardon myself, bitch. That's mm. what I say. I pardon myself. Mitch, do you take I, one of his teeth as like a like a you know like a trophy? I take yeah. one of his teeth. Yeah, I pull out my nail file. I sit on my desk with my legs crossed, mm-hmm. and as I'm filing the tooth down to put on the tooth blade, Pelosi walks in. She <laughs> oh. says, "She says, oh," and I'm like, "I did your work for you. Mm-hmm. Next time, call me." And mm-hmm. then she's gonna be like, "Oh, oh, oh," <laughs> and, then, and one more wild. And there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. Tooth Man. Yeah. And then and then and then it's gonna be like And then that one Led Zeppelin song is gonna play And then I'm gonna walk out and put some glasses on and then all the members of Led Zeppelin are gonna come, stand behind me, and they're gonna slow clap. Yeah, and then and then they point and they go, "That's the guy." And then capital P right. guns you I'm down. I'm gonna stand in front <laughs> of the federal mint. So many I'm gonna times. stand in front of the U.S. federal mint. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna be like, "Put the money in the fucking bag." And I'm gonna show my Michael <laughs> Horse tattoo. <laughs> yeah, and then they're gonna give me all the money because yeah. I'm so intimidated. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry this is going so long, but I'm loving it. I love it. And they're gonna give bit. me the money. They're gonna put the money in the fuck. I'm gonna like, "That's right, put the money in the fucking bag." And then the uh, baby, the rapper, is gonna show up. Mm-hmm. Chief Keef is gonna show up. 
uh, Ronald Reagan is going to come back from the dead, and then I'm going to beat the shit out of him with those two, the mm-hmm. two that just showed up. And everyone's going to be like, woo! And I'm like, that's right. I do that shit for you, baby. I do this shit for you. God bless America. And then I throw the they money into the street. <laughs> and then I kill Ronald Reagan a second time. Dang. Joke's on you. The real murder was Ronald Reagan. Mitch McConnell just got in the fucking way. Man, that's... uh, Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. I think you get, uh, you get the golf clap for that. Uh, that man, a lot of talking points in your answer reminded <laughs> me of Crack, Cocaine, Corruption, and Conspiracy, a Netflix original, which is very good. And I suggest that every single person listening to this podcast... And all of their best friends hey, watch is, it. Is, is that crack? a bad crack? Is bad. Okay, cracks real bad. Okay, and it, it it's a and it's the CIA that asking. gave it to. Anyways, you just watch it. It's just good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an answer for your question. Yeah. Okay. Hit, hit me with it. And the question was perfect murder. <laughs> perfect murder. <laughs> I have That's a, the most Blake thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> Right now, uh, <laughs> are, you, are you googling it? Are you googling it right now? Hold on, you're typing on your computer. <laughs> you're scrolling. He's like, he's, he's like, hand. I've got a lot of talking he points. He's got flashcards. <laughs> he's just reading the script of ABC's How to Get Away with Murder. I don't remember if that was an ABC show or that not. That was an ABC show. Yeah. yeah. Interior, Shonda Rhimes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so. Uh, <laughs> So the perfect murder, in my opinion, would be, um, it would be hosting a YouTube, uh, like a like a like a Criterion Collection mm-hmm. type show where you you in, invite people into your closet. Yeah. Like, Look at all these movies I have, man. What, what's your favorite? What's your favorite one? Uh huh. And like, oh my god, I'm, and it's only amateur directors. Yeah. People that haven't done anything good. Just film school fuckheads. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, look, man, you're probably never gonna make it on the actual Criterion Collection. What is it called? In my closet. The Criterion picks. Criterion, Criterion closet, closet picks. picks. So I'm gonna say you're probably never gonna make it there, brother. But uh, but I'm gonna give you that opportunity. This is our Criterion Collection Rising Stars program. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna invite mm-hmm. I'm gonna invite them in. Mm-hmm. Say, look at all these movies, man. Look at all these movies. What's your favorite? And right when they answer, I, I'm going to smack them. <laughs> Cross face? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Step one. Yeah. And they're like, what? They're going to be Good. like, why did Violence. you do that? And I'm going to be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then as soon as they turn around, I'm going to smack them again. <laughs> and I'm going to keep doing it until they die. <laughs> but you just keep asking so what is your favorite movie? Yeah, you never, you never give this them. This is Ghost House. Yeah. <laughs> So this only works for a very select yeah. group of people. Just the world's dumbest man. <laughs> I'm going to need some sort of assistance. You would probably stop that, sir. Well, you definitely need someone to get the camera rolling well, while you're slapping them. That's right. I need, I need to find a way to <laughs> hinder their short-term memory. Like, extremely. You could, yeah, micro-dose roofies. Like, yeah. Rufalin, for sure. Does that do that? I think that's... Rufalin. Rufalin will do anything all. you want. I don't want to roofie somebody. I can get you That's roofied, fucked up. I guess so is murder. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just brutal murder. How do you, but like, what happens when the cops ask and they show up and they're like, "Oh, you, you brought this guy in your closet." There's, I mean, to... they wouldn't know. Blake's Why he, would they know? I, I didn't tell them. 
Yeah, and they're also not famous, <laughs> so nobody cares about them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I see there wouldn't be blood. I would just be, uh, they'd be smacked <laughs> to death. And ironically, there will be blood is on the shelf. There, it's yeah. yeah. Movie. Yeah. It's the and that's movie. the first thing that, that's the only <laughs> yeah. thing they keep reaching for, all of them, for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, man, there What's will the be cause blood. of death? So good. Smacked. Smacked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Blake would just keep like inviting the cops and whoever shows up to the closet. So take a movie, anyone, any movie you like. And then just, <laughs> <laughs> and he just keep slapping everyone to death. Yeah. Officer. Uh, Detective. Uh, McCready. Is that? Yeah. yeah come well, on in. You got, you like movies, man? Come here. We got a great collection here. Uh, you've heard of the criteria. What is this? Right? A dead body? What is this? A slap like? in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and he dies. And he dies. <laughs> All right, pro tips for the listener. Okay, number one, nobody, no crime. Nobody. Do what the mob does. Nobody, no crime. Nobody, no crime. Don't make it a crime of passion. You plan it out, okay? You get rid of the body. Here are a couple ways. Find some empty dump sites. Uh, Mines, if you're you're in the Kentucky, you're in the bluegrass states, empty mine shafts. That's how they do it in Justified. Honestly, I'm writing this down. Yeah, write that down. Yeah, let me write that down. Ocean ocean helps. Uh, Make sure you have a a nice house in Florida or you have a, a, a boat and a dock. And, and some cement blocks. Can I interject? I just, you, and I'm glad that you said yeah. all that because it helped me sharpen my plan. Mm. Um, I will build um, it and they will come <laughs> and I will slap. What is I that? What is that? There will be blood? Yep. Nice. Nope. That's uh, uh, tin cup. That's angels in the outfield. Okay. Well, and here we go. Um, all good. I'm going to build one of those like double wide trailers that security guards live in. Mm-hmm. Um, like right on a site, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, or contractors or what, whoever. Like the foreman's is office. Is in there. Yeah, the foreman's yeah, yeah, yeah. office. Exactly. Blake, can I interject um, your interjection? No. Is this an interjection or are you just changing your whole thing? I'm not thing? changing it. I'm sharpening the plan. I'm sharpening the plan. <laughs> the Criterion Closet Amateur Rising Star <laughs> Boner Pick. Boner Pick will be taking place and shot in that sort of building like a double wide trailer mm. a single wide trailer i don't know and it's going to be built over a mine shaft and as soon as i as soon as they are fatally slapped mm-hmm. i grab onto handlebars pull-up bars on the ceiling mm-hmm. i press a button on the ceiling the next drops. to my hand the whole floor drops into the mine shaft a new floor grows back <laughs> it's, okay it's That's- a biological floor and then i drop down <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. How long are you hanging there before the floor is like built? Like, are you just like? It's a matter of minutes. It's 2021. It sounds like H. H. Holmes. I really thought you were going to be there for like days, maybe months, even. Not even. I would say probably 51 minutes. Doesn't that require you do like one pull up? That's a lot of hang time. You can hang. I can. I can do probably 40, 40 or 50 pull ups. And you've right. been working right on that one slapping arm, so. All right, pause the podcast. I brought my pull-up bar. I'm going to put it in the door. Uh, second second rule. Let's say you don't have time to plan. Okay, you can't you can't do the perfect murder. You don't have time to get rid of the body. Okay. It's a, you know, maybe a little bit more hesitant. Maybe it was a spur of the moment. Yeah, imagine that. Make sure you do not cross state lines, but do cross county lines. You want to mix up the jurisdictions. You want you want the police force, you want the bureaucracy to fight each other. They don't like sharing information. This is my case. Okay? Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to do if you want to do multiple cross county lines, mm-hmm. they don't know where to prosecute. They're not going to share information that's vital to the, each other's case. Commit the crime in Knoxville, bury the body in Memphis and so, then move to Nashville. Yeah, Boston's that's exactly got a lot of hot tips, Trinity. but do you have a scenario or situation? Yeah, what's you, your what's your scenario? What's your, 
scenario. What's your deal? Oh mm-hmm. man, here's here's what you do. Is it a person? Is it a famous person? Maybe a first lady, maybe someone like that <laughs> that you want to also get out there. First lady, second lady. It, it doesn't matter what kind <laughs> of lady, just make sure it's a lady. She, like, maybe she's know. got big arms. <laughs> Maybe her wrists are the size of a bowling ball. <laughs> Maybe her husband smoked a lot of weed in college. Here's here's my plan for the perfect murder. Okay, okay. We we break the polar ice caps so that way um, temperatures are in a free fall drop. Okay, so it's really hot in the summer. It's really cold in the winter. Okay? Would that do that? Really cold. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm gonna have a lot of water around my house. Okay, so when it gets really cold, guess what's gonna guess what's gonna form? Ice. Icicles. Icicles. That's right. That's oh, right, ice. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, ice, ice. That's right, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one thing that happens when it gets really cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like the I'm main with you. Thing. I'm with you. Okay, you're with me there. All right. I invite. I have a huge house party. All right. Of everyone. Who's there? Everyone who didn't believe in me in high school and college. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know who you are. Me, Logan Baggerly. The whole that's time. It. My arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah. And probably some bullies. And then I just go, Hey, isn't this? Look at the side of the house. I just got it repainted. Mm-hmm. And then they're all admiring the siding of my house. They're all rubbing it. They're all putting mm-hmm. their face on it. They're Looking really getting it. a good look at it. I'm mm-hmm. like, if you look, there's a password to $100 million somewhere on the side of the house. So they're all looking. They're all looking. And I'm a and fool then, for money. And so. I take a, a large a large bat and I whack the side of my house and it jostles all the icicles and they fall all oh, on top of them. Whoa. Dude, that's how, that's that's how you do it. Dope. Okay. No murder weapon because it's going to melt. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Also, they're going to be frozen for a little bit. It'll throw the corner corners timeline off. Okay. Yeah. I get off scot free. That's a good plan. Yeah. And I make sure my house is uh, on the border of like Bexar and Travis County, so that way both sheriff departments have to compete. For and you started really by breaking idea. an iceberg. No, no, I whacked the side of my house. And all what is this? No, no, no. But you started by yeah, breaking an what iceberg. What is this? The so fucking Titanic? So what? That's part of it. That's part of it. No, no, no. It's just so it's really so like basically the ozone layer gone. Um, uh, it's gonna be really cold in the winter. Mm-hmm. Like it just it seems like a lot of setup to hit a house with a bat. The fact that well, <laughs> when you're killing a lot of people, Addison. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. just wait till it's winter. Where do you get the paint? But like, it's Austin, Texas, so it doesn't get that hot. Or it doesn't get that cold. It get it gets a little cold one you can, time. Yeah, one time. That's cool. I want it more reliable. Okay, it's okay, kind of like fair. the perfect trap. Mm. It is. Think it's like parent it. trap. It's yeah. like parent the trap. Perfect trap. You parent trap everybody there, and then you kill them. Also, don't pull out a life insurance policy against any of them. I know you want it in for the money, but really, if you, it's a really good murder, you want to do it for you, okay? A good murder, you want to do it for you. Are you guys put listening? On Are you guys? Austin's got a lot of deets. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Is that, I, I think that's, that's 12 o'clock. Though. Yeah, that's I, 12. Yeah, it's 12. Let's write. Should, let's go do some writing. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. You guys are here for our sponsors. And when, when we come back, we'll have some sketches. Carnival Barker's Cafe is everything you need if you need to spend money. Their products are 100% edible if you have a fluctuating definition of the word edible and usually don't have hair. Their services are 100% humane and our back rooms are soundproofed. Wow, what luxury. Our owner and sole operator watched Rob Zombie's entire filmography every day from the ages of 4 to 13 and is bankrolled by a trust fund. Listeners of the show get a discount as soon as you figure out exactly what it is they do. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back to the Danger Junior Writer's Room. Now we're down to the fun part of the episode. 
hopefully a little less murder. Where we do a backflip. I also have to say, I once used the Carnival Barker service. Uh huh. I don't have PTSD. Okay. They didn't pay me to say that. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Under the sketch. That's, That's actually. I like that shirt you have on. It looks really nice. Thanks. I made it. Shirt. What is that? A Danger Junior? Shirt? I like that yeah, sticker that you have on that says "Hello, my name is Post Traumatic Stress." <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Brake Brown, <laughs> <laughs> spokesperson for. All right. Let's. Uh, first sketch up Brake is Mr. Blake Brown. Okay. So I wrote a sketch. And uh, we have some characters in it, and they are Addison Willard mm-hmm. with two Is D's on the end. That's being played by Austin. Not confusing at all. Uh, <laughs> Caillou is going to be played. Oh wait, 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 wait! I don't. You guys have ever any... hear that old freestyle over I the forgot. Caillou Hold theme on. song that guy did? <laughs> no, no. Uh, we're gonna listen to that after this. Dope. I'm gonna go ahead and cue it up. We're gonna cue it up. That is cued up, Caillou. That is. Hat Boy they will be played by Addison Willett. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, Addison Willett will not be playing Addison Willett. Addison Willett will be played by Austin. Addison Willett will be playing Hat Boy. Very good. Uh, Jimmy, you will be playing Nance Pelosi. <laughs> Logan, you'll be playing... Misha McKernel. Which is great. I wish I would have done this <laughs> so to good. my names earlier. Uh, Jimmy, you are also playing Carney Barker. Is that a male or female? Doesn't matter. Okay, cool. I, Blake Brown, will be reading stage direction. Yeah. Uh, without further ado, this is my sketch. Fine Hats Society. Ah, I can't believe I've been so silly. I can't find my hat anywhere. I guess it must be time to go buy a new one, huh, Carney Barker? (laughs) (laughs) Blake loves to do this to me. (laughs) Guess that settles it, bud. There are sure so many hat options. What kind of hat should I replace it with? (laughs) Not a bowler? Anything but a bowler. Oh, heavens no. What do you think about a nice felt cowboy hat? Maybe a Stetson Roadmaster. Nine. Ten. Good. Good thinking, old chap. To the Swallow Valley hat store it is. Addison leaves the old folks' home, gets in his poured VMAX, and sets out for the mall. He hums and taps his steering wheel as he thinks about his new hat and the prospects of getting a hot pretzel with cheese sauce. His mouth waters profusely as he starts weaving in and out of traffic. Moments later, he turns into the mall parking lot and starts to walk towards the entrance. He locates a directory and makes a beeline for the Swallow Valley hat store. Howdy, partner. I'm in dire need of a new hat. What might you have in the way of, oh, I don't know, a Stetson Roadmaster? My, my, my. It seems I have misjudged you. Hardly a good practice for one who hopes to make a fine hat sale. Sadly, I've been conditioned to judge the layman. When you enter the hat business, you expect everyone to share your passion for hats. Of course, the rest is history. Well, what do you mean? 
Well, I'll just say that I would expect these Stetson or Stetson-adjacent lines to sell much better than they do. After all, they're fine hats, some of the finest even. The brim alone is reason enough to perch one upon your head. And yet, I must endure years and years of people wearing and searching for flat-brimmed garbage. I like me a nice ball cap from time to time, but these people's identities revolve around their hats. Here's hoping they go the way of Walmart graphic tee. Here, here. Well, for now you can enjoy my company. I, for one, share your passion for fine hats, so I, for two, share my beverage with you. Aha! A beverage shared betwixt... <laughs> <laughs> Aha! A beverage shared betwixt kindred spirits, and what might you possess in your flask there, good man? Well, Baja Blast, of course. Barrel-aged, no less. A vintage. Very much so, yes. The hat boy pulls out a pair of snifters from under the counter and dusts them off. With a confident wink... Addison Willard pours two sizable swigs into each snifter. They sip and talk hats for a time. Then Addison Willard settles on a Stetson and pays the hat boy. Well, sir, we're all settled up. I've enjoyed our conversation. I welcome thee back at any time. What does the rest of your day hold in store for you? I must confess, I have had a hankering for a hot, cheesy pretzel the whole way here. I reckon I will meander my way to the food court and see about quenching my thirst. Well, if I may be so bold, I would like to make a recommendation for you while you're still in the shop. You see, I can tell you're a man of culture. Addison Willard blushes, then beams. The hat boy has his full attention. I suppose I have some free time today. Right. Well, we have a gentleman's agreement among our most trusted clientele. We have a little secret club for gentlemen who can appreciate a Stetson Roadmaster and a fine Baja Blast. (laughs) Tell me, do you consider yourself to be a man who can appreciate, say, vintage erotic entertainment? Why, yes. I I would consider myself to be such a gentleman. What does this secret club host? Well, good sir, I'm glad you asked. Follow me. The hat boy leads Addison Willard through a back room (laughs) filled from floor to ceiling with hat boxes. They walk through another door into what appears to be a management office. The hat boy unlocks a cabinet and opens it, revealing another smaller door. The two duck through it and find themselves in a firelit study full of leather, dark wood, and bookshelf upon bookshelf of rare and vintage DVDs. (laughs) Addison Willard gasps. I see you realize what I was talking about. Welcome to the Criterion Collection. Hentai style. Addison Willard (laughs) rushes over to the shelves and begins perusing, ooing and aahing at all the physical copies of rare hentai from his childhood. The way our little club works is you pick out your favorite hentai and we gift you that hentai. You may, of course, check out other copies from our collection, but new members will be given a copy of their favorite hentai. Let me know if I can assist you in finding what you're looking for. Addison Willard looks through the shelves and shelves of hentai, so many rare and exotic offerings. He thinks to himself, it feels like hours pass by, but it has been mere minutes. Addison Willard feels slightly overwhelmed. What are we thinking, good sir? Have you narrowed it down any? Uh, uh, it's so tough to choose. Uh, let me close my eyes and reflect on what I find to be most important. He reflects. Hmm... I believe I feel comfortable narrowing it down to two. Oh, and what might those be? Well, Caillou 3, big and bald, would have to make that list. Who could have expected Caillou would rise to such great heights after his show was canceled? He truly blossomed into a beautiful man. Most people would agree his debut hentai is the best, 
but I personally have always preferred big and bald. His interaction with the biological floor was unprecedented. You continue to surprise me, and what might number two be? Well, there is always insurrectionists' fat trouble in the federal building, but I would be shocked to see a physical... Looking for this? The hat boy holds up a physical copy of insurrectionists, still sealed. Addison Willard is shaken to the core. That's impossible. You you couldn't possibly. Want to pop it in that old DVD player over there? Addison Willard's forehead is covered in sweat. He can feel seconds slipping by him. He nods his head. The TV powers on and blares the all-too-familiar insurrectionist funk intro (laughs) on the TV. Oh, Misha McConnell, how did we ever get to this point in our democracy? What's that? Did you say democracy? Yeah, I said democracy. Oh, you know how I feel about that word. You know, we'll be stuck in your office for hours. Maybe I can show you how I feel about democracy. But, Oshelma Obama. Oh, Nance Pelosi. <laughs> she doesn't have to see. Misha McKernel sets the picture of Oshelma Obama face down. He gives Nance Pelosi a powerful slap on the buttocks. As Addison Willard watches in excitement, the hat boy peels off his mustache, revealing he was our Addison Willett the whole time. He walks up behind the outro-dimensional Addison and abruptly snaps his neck. There can only be one. (laughs) That was a good twist. Oh, wait. That was a good twist. I hope you trip and fall and break your penis. (laughs) (laughs) That was a solid twist. Uh, Um, Yeah. Shit was good. And I liked that we had old people in it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I liked Misha McKernel. I did make a mistake. I played Misha McKernel as a woman because I thought it was like a lesbian parody. Oh, yeah. I was wondering. <laughs> I yeah. Was like, That's an interesting Mitch McConnell <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was like a lesbian because it's Misha. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. There's what about Misha, Misha. Mansur? Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, Misha. What's his name from Supernatural? Mm-hmm. What O'Shell is typically a woman's name. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say... Uh, I really want to make a shirt that has Johnny Sins crossing his arms and it says Caillou 3 <laughs> and then beneath it it says Big and Bald. <laughs> Me uh, too. Yeah, I think I'm going to make that. Uh, that's great. All um, right. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know. I, this is really good. Uh, what, yeah, uh, this is pretty solid I'm trying story. to think of anything that you could work on here. Anyone haven't, I mean. Uh, was Caillou in it? No, What's I want to know you for the listener and for me because I don't know what <laughs> you that don't know is. Caillou? No, dude, oh, I don't no. know. It's a Canadian cartoon about a kid with cancer. Oh, that's yeah, sounds, but it was like no. super wholesome. No, no. Wait. <laughs> he doesn't have cancer. He doesn't have cancer. He's just bald. He's, He's just, just bald. He's bald. That's he his thing. He for sure has cancer. <laughs> no way. Well, that's what everyone on the internet thinks. Well, everyone. That's I thought bald he has almost cancer, definitely had cancer. Is that true? I don't think the show ever said he had cancer. That's so much for a children's cartoon. Yeah, well, some kids' oh, cartoons yeah, are that's dark. The, okay, that's the kid that's always like complaining. I'm and just a kid yeah. who's four. Yeah. Each day I grow some more. And See, to, now to clarify, he is all grown up. This is not yeah. current. This is not, yeah, this if, is in the future. I wouldn't put it past. He does hentai, hentai now? Yeah. yeah. Mm. If he had cancer, then everyone would stop making fun of him because, of course, he can fucking complain. Well, no one makes He's fun a of him. Child with no in the Wikipedia. It says the show has been popularly mocked on social media with numerous parodies and memes based on the show. This is sentence two of a Yeah, TV but that's show. people in real life. Not in the show. People don't make fun of him in the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
I want hentai. <laughs> and Blake delivered. Blake delivered on that. Hentai. Yeah, Blake gave Blake gave me the hentai. Although, I okay, I will oh, say, um, you should have included a little bit more tentacle. I don't think I think it was a straight. I porn. Yeah. I yeah I settled for biological floor because I know, felt like it left. Um, more interpretation for the listener. You know what mm. could have, if you were gonna do, if you were gonna do politics mm-hmm. and hentai, what could have been a fun little callback? And I, I don't blame you for not adding this, but it yeah. was your sketch, <laughs> which is Sanders and Pitman. Oh, that's right. Because Pitman had yeah. octopus arms. No, no, no. I don't. I don't know. Wow, what a fun callback. Well, that was my sketch. Well, maybe really. next time. Yeah, well, and that's my criticism. <laughs> that's my criticism. Am I missing sketch. the hat thing? What do you? Mean? Is the hat like a running? thing mm. oh yes it is a bit of a <laughs> how's that a running joke i don't we know run so, a, we run a side like, business as a the stetson roadmaster is a fedora okay. from stetson it's a 200 hundred dollar fedora so this is a gentleman's fedora they're drinking baja blast they're Two. talking about hentai they have fedoras this is in the future so they're hearkening back to a time where this is in 2022 um, yeah where uh mm-hmm. it, it's just like a refined pretentious neckbeard society got it okay yeah but why would you know that unless you knew the Stetson Roadmaster line? Yeah, unless yep. I was Googling the hat as mm-hmm. I'm reading it. Which I thought about <laughs> doing, I but I was, yeah, do. I was afraid I would have lines. Because I know Stetson's a popular yeah. brand, but... Well, other than the niche yeah. joke, but the niche joke ties everything together. So if people don't get it, then that's on them. Yeah, good I, luck, bud. Yeah. I like that our sketches are back-to-back because they are very related in many ways. You have hats? <laughs> I'm not going to say <laughs> what I've got in my sketch. Well, on that note, let's move on to Logan. Okay, on that note... Okay, let's go to Okay. Okay. So the book of oh sorry, you know you no you yeah, read. Say, no, say, you I'll read it. Name. I'll say the name of it. So in this sketch, I'm going to have Addison play the character Albert. Okay? Got it. Jimmy, I'm gonna have you play the character Charlotte. Uh, for all intents and purposes, those are really the only two characters. But cool. Austin and I are gonna play Austin, you're gonna play Wilbur. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play Connor. Okay. Uh, we have very few lines. Do I need a voice? You'll see. Okay. You, it's It'll be clear to you You'll what we are. See. Blake, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like it if you read the, the stage directions. Because I like it when other people read my directions. Sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> Actually, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to do it. Why don't you cut um, that out? Yeah. So, and then I put the ones, if it's in brackets, like if it's in a line, I put it in bold. If I want you to read it, you don't have to read it if it's regular. Because there, there are some, there are some stage directions in lines in brackets. Oh, in bold, yeah, yeah, I see, yeah. and I'm yeah, reading yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So okay. if it's in bold during a line, you read it. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> this is by me, by Logan Baggerly, the Book of Job to Charlotte's Web. A man walks down the street. Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. He walks for a while, thinking of how much he enjoys the quiet city and the light of the full moon, until he sees two large dogs. They stand, bathed in a shallow yellow spot from the street lamp above. One of them speaks to the man. You have nothing. What? You just don't know it yet. Explain yourselves. What does this mean? The two dogs turn and walk into the night. The man runs to the street lamp where the dogs once stood. He looks down the sidewalk to catch a glimpse. But we both know they won't be there. They're gone. The man hurriedly walks home. Eventually, he breaks into a jog. When he gets there, it's clear there's been a tragedy. The front door hangs on its hinges. 
He rushes inside where things have nearly been destroyed, and he dashes back to the bedroom, where on his marital bed lies the still cold corpse of his wife. Oshel! He comes down to her body and frantically pushes her to wake up. Oshel, please! Please wake up! The man looks up above the headboard where on the wall someone is painted. (laughs) Very nice! The man is filled with a deep bubbly rage. My wife! (laughs) He laments into the sky. Albert rushes back through the house. He tries the phone to dial 911, but the phone line isn't active. He runs to the front door to look into the night. Maybe the culprit is still here. The ground slowly grows back into firm shape, and all that the man has left is this bag with the knife inside. Three years pass. A woman walks down the street. Why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention. And whoa, my nights are so long. Not paying attention, she makes a turn down an alleyway to get to work a little faster. She's late, you see. But as she walks, looking at her cell phone, a man jumps out from behind a dumpster, grabs her, and puts a knife to her throat. Don't say a fucking word. He covers her mouth. Do what I say and it won't hurt you. I want to take. I want you to take your wallet out of your purse and put all the money in that leather bag that's on the ground right in front of you. That's easy, right? But listen, you scream, I stab, you run, I'll cut you. Is that clear? She shakes her head and tries to say something. With the knife still at her throat, the man moves his hand so she can talk. I don't have any money. Please. I only carry cards and if you spend too much, my bank will just shut them down anyway. Hmm. Does this not happen every time you try this? Who carries cash anymore? Shut up. Shut up, I'm trying to think. Now, if you say another word, I'll stab you in your pancreas. He points the knife at where the pancreas is located in the body. Or your liver. He points the knife there as well. Or your kidneys. <laughs> Again, he points the knife at the proper location. Or your large intestine. He points the knife once more, and at this point, Charlotte speaks up. What's... Why? What? Why are you doing the knife thing, pointing at my organs? He covers her mouth again. Shut the fuck up, lady. Have an exam tomorrow. I'm trying to get my life back on track the capitalist way. By going to incredible debt for a decent job, but I don't feel comfortable quitting even though I hate it because I've sentenced myself to essentially a form of lifelong serfdom. Also, once I'm done with the eight years of schooling, I'll be in my mid-thirties. So it's not like I can just pivot to an entirely new career. I don't have generations of wealth banking that decision. I'm dirt poor, so if you don't mind... He then continues to point out organs, quieter this time to himself. Lungs, heart, small intestine, trachea, ovaries. Uh... The man points the knife at one point, but is clearly stumped. The woman tries to speak, so the man removes his hand again. Gallbladder? Hey, shut up. I have to know these myself. Oh, sorry. I, I just happen to be a world-renowned organ discerner. I know all of them. <laughs> Albert thinks for a moment. This can't just be chance. You don't have any money for me, but I might still be able to get something from you. The next day, Albert shows up to his medical school exam wearing an oversized tan trench coat and a comically large fedora. (laughs) The camera cuts in to reveal he's stuffed the right arm of the coat with feathers, and his real right arm still has a knife to Charlotte's throat under the coat. He sits down at a desk to begin the exam, and they ratatouille the whole thing. (laughs) He passes with flying colors and is able to further his career as one of the world's premier surgeons. Every surgery he performs, he has Charlotte stuffed under his triple XL scrubs with one knife to her throat and the other knife cutting open the sick and dying bodies of his patients. 
Together, Charlotte and Albert save countless lives. Fifty years pass. Albert lays in a bed at a nursing home, old and dying. Lying on his chest is Charlotte, with his knife to her throat. She smiles and listens to his weak old heartbeat as they both stare up at the ceiling. Al, my love, I think my time has finally come. You'll have to do the rest of the work yourself. They'll see me as such a fool without you, Charlotte. But I understand I won't be long after you. She looks into his eyes and smiles. Get the place ready for me. I will, Al. I love you so much. I love you too. Albert's arm has grown slack all these years. He takes his hand and the knife and places it on her chest. Albert begins to cry. (laughs) Heart. That's right, Albert. Goodbye. Goodbye. The man pushes the knife into her chest and she dies. He looks at the doorway of the room. Standing there are two large dogs. You've done well, Albert. Now, you know what you have to do. Albert nods. He cuts into Charlotte's body, pulling organs out and naming all of them to himself as he goes. He arranges them into something above the headboard on the wall. Once he finishes, he falls over and dies from exhaustion. The dogs lead his spirit away into the sky. (laughs) Read it. (laughs) A nurse comes by the room to check on the couple and finds two dead bodies and a web of Charlotte's organs arranged on the wall of the room, which spells out the words, Very nice. There is much commotion. That's not at all related to Blake's wow. couch. <laughs> there's a there's fedora. A hat. There's a fedora. There's an old folks' home. Someone's poor. Someone. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I loved it, dude. Oh my gosh. I can I tell you guys? I had I had the idea for I had a partial idea for this sketch in a dream the other night. Mm-hmm. And I woke up and I I wrote I was like if I don't write this down I'll forget it. And so I wrote down. Wait, can I guess? Yeah. Put knives to women's throats more often. No, no, it wasn't. Dream journal. Then I killed Megan. No, I wrote thief trying to, and I misspelled name in S M E. So thief trying to nizmi all the organs. (laughs) That's good. Well, I think I think you nailed that. Um, Let me ask you a question for clarification. Okay. At the end there, uh, I read the words very nice. Did you want me to read that in Borat's voice? So do you guys get or do that, you think it's what that better? is? It's Borat. It's, it, Borat, it's kind of subtle. I'll be. Honest. I'll. I'll give it to you. It's kind of subtle. Okay. The person who killed his wife at the beginning was of the, the same thing was oh. Chad Borat. Yes. Very nice. It was the, Chad Borat, the villain oh of the God. Danger Junior writers' room, yeah. the Tulpa Chad Borat. Yeah. Uh, another yeah. inside joke. I've been yes. waiting for him uh, to appear. It's so, a long. It's a long story. So mm-hmm. is it? Is it still? Very Sounds like nice. a guy named Borat whose first name is Chad. Is it very nice? Huh? Which, which one is it? You can, it's whatever you want, bud. I just wanted they to get know it. what you Nadan want. gets it. I know Nadan gets yeah, it. Yeah, this is all for Nadan. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure I'm reading it right. Yeah. You know, I don't want to mess this up. No, you're doing great, bud. All right. Well, uh, you want to you want to move on? We'll move on, Addison. Or? Yeah, yeah, Chad I'm, Barrett is a I'm tulpa, with that. by the way, Addison. A, a what? A, a tulpa. tulpa. Spiritual he's an, manifestation. He's an evil tulpa. Yeah, he's from an evil tulpa. Communal the guardian angel emotions. of the show is a, is a tulpa of good and light, and his name is Buster Jones. Do you know what a tulpa is? It sounds like you just explained it to me. Uh, do you understand it? Uh, as much as I'm willing to understand it. Yeah. 
Okay. Great. Sure. <laughs> Let's move on. Very nice. I could Very Google nice. it later if I need to, along Very with that. Nice. A green sling bikini, a small canister of protein powder, and a hunting knife. The Ooh. man. Chad Borat. That's Chad Borat. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I wish I had caught on earlier. It's okay. I was just laughing because it, it was Borat clothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hand out some parts, Mr. Addison. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I see how you're doing this now. So next time I'll be prepared. But it's, okay, but... Uh, it's not going to change things drastically. Really, the main part is going to be Max. Uh, I'll read stage directions. And then uh, Greg, Peter, and John are pretty much interchangeable. So let's just say uh, Jimmy, you're Greg, Austin, you're Peter, mm-hmm. and uh, Blake, you're John. Johnny boy. So Logan's Max. Am I reading Max? Yes. <clears throat> you'll be Max. Okay. Uh, and I'll do stage direction. Great. Do you so have a title? Called, it's called publishing, but it's okay. <laughs> Interior office day. Max sits at an oval table, hands clasped together across from three much finer dressed men, Greg, Peter, and John. Thanks for coming in, Max. We just had a few concerns with the draft that you just turned in and wanted to discuss. We take our publishing seriously here. I, uh, I understand. Well, what can I do? Go ahead and read from the top of page nine for us. Sure. Max clears his throat. <clears throat> okay. Rod put his hands on Yolanda's hips. Her skin felt sexual, in only the way a sexy woman can. Her sweat dripped down from the back of her ear to her big, huge, bouncing dump truck tits. <laughs> oh, Rod, Yolanda screamed, her buttocks flapping in the velvet wind. Scramble my eggs with that caramelized onion dick. Rod sticks his fist in her cervix. The smell of gummy bum drops all over the fucking place. I'll whip my balloon boy on your floppy jalopies. John holds out a hand. Okay, uh, stop there. See, Max, the problem that we're having with your book is that not only is it written like someone who's never had sex, which is fine, it's downright dangerous. Yeah, you can't fist a cervix, Max. You just can't. Okay, note taken. Where do I... Where do I pick up the check? <laughs> We're not even close to done, Max. Uh, page 14. Okay. Uh, okay. Rod pushes his wiggly little fettuccine inside Yolanda's sloppy plop hole. <laughs> Yolanda curls her little plump tootsies and shouts, Sir! My gash! <laughs> See, I, I, I don't like that word choice. Gash? Oh, it's not a word. It's an acronym, Greg. For... Gash, also super hairy. <laughs> you, you have to know that doesn't help. Okay, uh, here. Rod wanted to have sex, and a Yolanda had a wet pussy and a butt plug in. <laughs> okay, stop. Um, sometimes you are so incessantly descriptive for no reason, and now you wrote the flattest line ever. <laughs> okay, but it's a really, I mean really wet pussy. Okay, use an analogy. No, that's not where the butt plug is. Okay, I just, I, I just can't with this fucking guy. Can I? Here, listen. Rod bent over the railing of the escalator. Yolanda's heel catches in the threshold of the segments, pulling her whole outfit into the gears. Rob tries to free her with his tooth knife, but it's too late and she's naked now. And everyone at the Cinnabon could see Ronald's pee-pee. <laughs> okay, so there's a character named Ronald now? Oh, that's long for Rod, like when his pee-pee long. (laughs) (laughs) And they were in a mall for the whole previous scene? Yeah, near the Cinnabon, yeah. And the lady footlocker is just a store down, so my wife can get shoes. 
And Yolanda had been fully clothed until she caught her heel in the escalator and it pulled off her whole outfit. Because she was wearing jinker jeans like little Bill. He's <laughs> got an accent. <laughs> sure. That's enough, Max. Okay, look, listen, just please. Rod does a sick kickflip off Yolanda's slick clit and spits on her fit tits in a fit of lickety split nitpicks with increasingly fitting pinpricks. It's like Eminem. <laughs> uh, Greg tries to grab the piles of paper away from Max, but he pulls them out of reach and keeps reading. Yolanda arched her knees wildly, kicking highly into the air. She started to be a huge cum. And her nipples began spinning rapidly in the oppressively humid sky. The sound of those blades still haunt me in my waking dreams. The smell of napalm in my nose materializing ghosts from the past. And how old are you, Max? Sir? Max 20... salutes. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Max salutes. Sir, 26 years today, sir. So born 20 years after the end of the Vietnam War, and today is your birthday. <laughs> Max is wearing a party hat and blows a party horn. Okay, that's about it for me. <laughs> John stands and pulls a lever that is labeled with poisonous stake pit. The floor drops out and John falls wordlessly into the pit. That's dramatic, but not that bad. Peter looks at his phone. Uh, John just texted me to tell you that he's absolutely going to eat one of the snakes. <laughs> it's a pass for me too, Max. Interior night, Max's bedroom. Max is laying in his bed in the day's clothes on top of the sheets in a defeated way. Maybe I was always fooling myself. I'll never be a writer. I should go see if I can still get my factory job back. Max's wife slides into the room, her tits doing backflips in the velvet <laughs> air. <laughs> the moon shines off her long-toned labia, and her cervix lights up the room to show her tits doing backflips in the velvet air. She reaches out a sexy wrist and nuzzles Max's big, thick, caramelized onion cock with the back of her sloppy plop hole. Why don't you blow out the birthday cake from the interior of a slippy, drippy batter's box, you ghoulish dream weaver, you? He's signing, like, like American Sign Language. <laughs> Thanks. I love you, too. <laughs> oh, really sorry. That's supposed to say sighing. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> all of a sudden, he is deaf. Yeah. <laughs> he has an accent in the that's, middle. and then That's he, why he didn't get any of the criticism, because yeah. he was like, I'm killing. Like, yeah. yeah. There's oh, a lot shit. of hand gesticulations. Yeah. 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 Like, we had to talk to him. Yeah. That was a, that's boy, a howdy, that was a, that was a good ending. Thank you. That I wrote it It was first. all real. It was. And that's it's a, the only thing he knows. That's a great sketch ending, yeah. that it was all real the whole time. Yeah, that was a good game, too. Doing backflips in the velvet ear. So, like, in sketch writing, like, the game, right, like, you're just constantly... The, the real funny parts are, like, the inserts, right, The yeah. what he's reading, mm -hmm. and so like it keeps straight getting... Straight man, the color man. Nope. Whoa. Nope. Whoa. Nope. Okay. I didn't mean... Oh. I didn't... Oh. Jimmy, what's Jesus. your Obama? You want to bleep that? Can you bleep that, yeah, please, Jimmy? that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hold on. That's a... We need to... This is going to be... My, I might have to do two bleeps on yeah. this one. Okay, bleep that one. Got it. One and two. Okay, Thank you. I'm so Thank sorry. you. <laughs> <laughs> a dinosaur noise. <laughs> no, uh, so like from. game theory is in like... So the, the game of the sketch is the funny... Um, inserts of the book and they keep getting bigger and better and it's just fun like you could you could do more funny inserts from the book right <laughs> yeah I think you, you did exactly as many I think you did exactly I the was right worried amount. because I was like there's only so many like gross synonyms I could come up with mm -hmm. and it's just gonna get boring Gash. at a certain point like <laughs> yeah you figured it out yeah. that's the one that did it for me yeah. Yeah. I gotta write down so many shirts <laughs> Sir, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> do do a, a shirt that's just 
GASH is an acronym, and then it's just the G, and then G will say like... Uh, GASH? Caramelized <laughs> onion cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a GASH. Caramelized onion cock. <laughs> uh, when I originally... Because I thought of this sketch kind of last night because I didn't want to come in here with absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I admit that I did a little uh, retrofitting with some stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I originally Jimmy, came up with this Can we as, bleep that out? Can we kick him, please? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, got thanks. Got it. Uh, the the original thought of that is that all of you would be coming into an adult fiction class and the professor would be like editing your script. So you would have like normal erotica and mm. then you'd be like, okay, that's good, but be more evocative. Like, what if you, call it a sure. sloppy plop hole. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it worked a little bit, but yeah, I didn't yeah. know how to transfer to him being nah. sad at the end and me getting, reading the stage directions of the exact same sort of shit. That, so, he's like, it, instead of just coming into this class, why don't you come in this class? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a genuinely funny bit, having like the Robin Williams, you know, Captain, my captain. Uh, but I do actually think it works better as a guy who doesn't get why they're not publishing his work. Yeah, because he's yeah. actually the straight man because his wife's insane. Yeah. So he's just like doing the yeah, normal thing. We don't, thing. Yeah. We don't, don't know if I'd say insane. I don't... Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to. It it got a little absurdist towards the end. Ooh, definitely. Oh, that's good, fine with me. But uh, I, I figured that was a okay here. About so. that it is a o a plus okay. We did a sketch last week, or I guess two, some time ago, where a guy beats the shit out of a bunch of geese mm-hmm. with his yeah, wife. So. That's the one I just listened to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. A lot of goose a lot slap. of animal fights in that goose one. Definitely. Slap. I'm trying to punch a bird. Love that goose. All right, let's move on to Jimmy. All right, ladies. We got to wrap this shit up. Here's Carl Sosman. Let's wrap it up. Oh, shit, we get, do got to wrap it up. Okay, let me get to... <laughs> That's yeah. a funny title. <laughs> Car Salesman. Let's... Oh, shit, that's not mine. Where's my own sketch? Here it is. Where okay. is my own sketch? Chadley. That's going to be Addison. Wow. Uh, Jankifer. That's going to be Blake. Brary is how you say that. Brary. Brary. That's going to be you, Austin. Cool. And narration by... Logan. You're not reading this week? Uh, no, I would like you to. Okay. Read the, just the narration. There's, yeah. Which can you throw in like other, some sound effects at, at a certain too? point? I can, can throw in a few sound effects. Some, uh, you know, I don't know if I have any. Some barking, some whistling. There's one. That's just good. I like so. that. And we're going to be using that one a lot. <laughs> got Jimmy, Jimmy on the sound effects. Okay. Okay. So this is Ghost Trance. <laughs> We open to a shoddy used car lot, the kind of place that needs to be tested for asbestos. A car salesman approaches a curious female client that enters the rundown interest of a ghost trans. The car salesman has short, spiky hair and an insane clown posse axe man tattoo on his wrist. He smells like monster energy and axe body spray. The client is a mid-fall white girl wearing one of those flat-brim hipster hats. She has a gallon-sized Starbucks coffee cup in her left hand and another gallon-sized hydro flask in her other hand. Welcome to Ghost Trans, your number one destination for cars previously owned by convicted criminals. My name is Chadley, and I'll be your salesman today. Oh, hello. It's nice to meet you, Chadley. My name is Jankifer. I've heard so much about Ghost Trans. Is it true that sometimes there's still blood in the vehicles from the crimes? That's right, Jankifer. We are San Francisco's top criminal car redistributor. Blood and all, we answer the call. Wow, that's great. I've been looking to add some talking points to my life, and a convicted murderer's car just might be the best place to start. 
Well, you've certainly come to the right place, Jankifer. I myself can be very uninteresting, which is why I also like true crime. Let's take a walk <laughs> around the lot, see if there's anything you can see yourself in. I'll follow you. That's what the victim of this owner's car said. This Saturn Sky was owned by a cult leader. He had a following of about 15 people, and one of them disagreed with his method of teeth gathering, so the victim took a fatal blow to the knee, and the rest is history. Wow. A cult? Teeth gathering? Death by knee? That's pretty interesting. Though I think I'm looking for something... Oh, I don't know. A little more... Cutting Edge. Cutting Edge was the owner of this Saturn Relay's main game. He was your typical hitchhiker, hunter, or Triple H, as I like to call him. He picked up his victims and slayed them if they mentioned anything about Charlotte's Web. He was a fan of the book and didn't allow any theories or fan fiction. Canon only for this homeless ripper. Wow. How many hitchhikers could have possibly mentioned Charlotte's Web? Apparently seven. Wow. Charlotte's Web inflicted hitchhiker slayer maybe too much car for me. Do you have anything that's good on gas? This Saturn Ion's owner was... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're all Saturn. (laughs) This Saturn Ion's owner was a little too good with gas. As you can see, this car is completely burnt to a crisp, not operable at all. We had to get in there with a tow truck. That's really the only way of getting it moved around. Wait a minute. Are those remnants of bones in the vehicle? Indeed, they are. That's so interesting. Very true crime. I honestly didn't even want to show you this vehicle. It's the most true crime vehicle we've ever had. Oh, I don't know. I really like it, but I I didn't expect to make a decision today, but it's so true crime. I really wouldn't want to pressure you, but we had had a couple of interested buyers today. We just got in this morning. There was a teenager and her dad in here earlier, eyeing it pretty hard. The dad really liked the idea of her not being able to drive it anyways, since it's completely inoperable, as I mentioned. Big safety feature for the dad. <sighs> Damn it. How much are the monthly payments? Thirteen fifty plus the daily towing cost to haul it around. <laughs> Well, if I move to the outskirts of town with the trade-in, I might just be able to afford it. Tell me, how much would the trade-in value be for my 2021 Tesla Model 3? 2021, that's pretty new. No bloodstains, no murder history, not a Saturn. We could probably put two grand towards the trade. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, I told myself I wouldn't buy today. Well, before you leave, let me get my manager. Maybe there's something we could work out. You'll love him. Very not interesting. Big true crime guy. Okay, but I'm in a hurry. (laughs) Okay, no problem. Just wait here. Chadley disappears, and after about two hours, a manager guy appears. He looks very normal, probably in the middle of his second divorce. He has a Looney Tunes tie on. (laughs) Hello, Jankifer. My name is Brary. I hear you're a true crime fan. Aren't the brains of these murderers so fascinating? Their psychology is marvelous. What kind of person would do these horrific acts? That's the fun part about true crime, am I right? (laughs) Yes, you get it. It's the psychology, and because I'm interested in the psychology of psychopaths, that makes it interesting. Ha ha, as am I. Look, Mr. Brary, I just don't know if I'm ready to pull the trigger. You know who is good at pulling the trigger? The previous owner of this last Saturn view that it sold just this morning. We had a customer that was shuffling their feet on the purchase, and then boom, some new age life coach comes in and buys the thing. Customer comes back later full of regret. Don't be the person filled with regret. Be an interesting person, the true crime person I know you believe you are. 
Well, well. Oh, what the hell? Here are the keys to my 2021 Tesla Model 3. I'll take it. <laughs> Jesus Beautiful. Very, 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 very fun. Cool. Uh, did I do that character a disservice? Perfect. No, okay. you did it great. All right, great. Yeah, no, um, that was great. Th- well, because then I heard Austin do it, and I was like, fuck, that's how I should have been doing it. That was... Well, no, no, no. I wanted to be the chipper salesman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I do okay? I meant to give you direction, you did great. it was perfect. You okay. did great. great. Yeah. Well, car salesman pretty much has yeah. one sort of voice. Yeah. But car salesman manager... Yeah. Yes. I like that yours was sleazier. Looney Tunes guy. Let me give the spiel. Yeah. Man... That, uh, the premise game here, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a premise in a fucking half. Mm. A, a, a car lot yeah. that sells used murder cars, murder cars uh-huh. only Saturns. <laughs> <laughs> they just happen to all be Saturns. Like, all he murders goes, happen in a Saturn. Goes, hmm, new to Tesla. <laughs> No murder, not a Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good line. While shitting all over the true crime yeah. Yeah. genre. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was great. Great. Great I feel like typical three-act structure. Yeah. Do you have a lot of like people you know who are into true crime? So you hate I, them? I don't... I think that sometimes like true crime annoys me, and I'm sorry for anyone that likes true crime. I like I, true crime. I'd like, I just, to, I'd like to extend a big Danger Junior shout out to the Nashville comedy group Murder. She joked, what's good? Don't at me. Come see me. Catch me in the fucking street. <laughs> and I don't know if I've ever expressed this opinion publicly on the cast. Uh, but no, I just sometimes I think true crime, it's not that interesting. And it, for some reason, mm-hmm. so people, like, people are so obsessed with it. And they're like, why did he kill his family? And they're like, because he's a murderer. He's a psychopath. He's he made crazy. a bad choice. And yeah. they're like, it's so interesting. And like, no, it's just that he killed them. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't. It's get really. It. It's I just simple. Don't... Really, it's yeah. simple. Really, I guess I just don't get it. To kill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah most. Of... <laughs> I feel I... like a lot. All the most interesting true crime stories yeah. have already been told, and mm-hmm. so now they're just trying to beef up the stories mm-hmm. that like they have. Yeah. Where yeah. it's just a guy. Like if it's not Lorraine, yeah, Dahmer's Bobbitt, the best. One. Like chopping off dicks and throwing them in bushes. Like yeah. that's an interesting case. Uh-huh. Yeah. But maybe the most interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got we got Dahmer, we got Manson, we got Bobbitt. That's it. Yep. I think but also those are like. Some... No, you go. Ahead. No, you go. Well, I was just gonna say those are like serial killers, which are I, I feel like are an entirely different thing as opposed to like a single act. Like, oh those yeah, those people are. Is super that a different fascinating. thing? Uh, I would just say there's a lot more material. There's just oh, an damn, oversaturation, oversaturation of market, and like true crime yeah. podcasters have to constantly put out cases and content yeah. instead of getting paid you know for who the was same good? cases. It content. becomes clickbaity. Yeah, you know who was good. Mm-hmm. Kuklinski, the Iceman. Yeah, he the was. Iceman cometh. That's that's the one. He's the one I'll get into. He came like Kuklinski. He came. <laughs> yeah, he did. He You're exactly <laughs> right. Good job, Blake. And, and then I think he <laughs> didn't he didn't he dieth earlier. He died. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Okay. Are you talking about the movie The Snowman? Is that the one that's where the Jack kid Frost. the same guy? Is that that's the one where Jack the kid Frost. tells the snowman was antifreeze? No, that's like <laughs> that's like, like that. them trying to be the girl on the train, but with a snowman. That's more like just oh, like a serial okay. killer. That's yeah. the Iceman? You're thinking of the snowman, right? Yeah, you're thinking the, of Jack Frost, the snowman. Yeah, I was saying the snowman. With yeah. Michael Keaton? The no, Iceman no, 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 no. is Michael Fassbender. Frost. Michael Fassbender. You're talking about Batman? <laughs> uh, yeah, we are talking about Batman. <laughs> the, ice, the Iceman is, is much harder and more packed. That does make s- Iceman come yeah. I thought the Iceman's bigger, but like with harder crystals. That's how he talks. That's, that's how he sounds. Guys. You're right. All you're right. right. Let's get. It's let's the freeze. That's how he sounds. <laughs> That's how that character sounds. All right. We're going to Mike. All right. Last but not last. Okay. 
Um, Addison, you are playing Blairalt. Can I just say I really like that There was a sketch Like we We all used to do Like super normal names yeah. And then there was one sketch And I remember That Jimmy just did Like Blank Was like the character's <laughs> name And we were like What? You they don't have to be do that You don't have to be names <laughs> It was just uh, like Couple <laughs> What? Um, you are You are un- Honestly You could do a voice But in the realm of the sketch You are the straight guy Okay You'll see. Okay. but right. So I should not try to do a Geralt voice. I mean, no. I don't know who that is, but I'd figure something out. Uh, just honestly, just try and go normal. Try okay, great. Guy. But like, you are serious. You are a serious monster hunter. Got it. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. You're not playing it for laughs. Okay. Logan, you are Jeffries. You are equal parts leader and politician. Yep. Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be playing Father Patrick. Very few lines. Blake, you're Yonda. Yonda. Think of your Mississippi accent. And Jimmy, you uh, are Yon- oh the white Yonda. trash. Oh yeah, uh, can you white say trash. that? Yonda? No, white trash. I can well, say white if trash. We can't. There we go. Just okay, make, thanks. Thank, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you're playing Tifa. You were also white trash. Kill. Cool. Okay. Am I a man or a woman, or does it matter? Uh, you can be a guy. Yeah, am I a guy? You're or you're or a woman. I'm a yes. Okay. Yes. I'll be reading okay. stage directions as well as long as Father Patrick. There's a town. Okay. I'm playing Jeffrey. And oh, the, I don't know what the title of this is. Uh, this is um, Town Hall. <laughs> I just wanted to be with it, with the sounds. Interior, Town Hall, 1824. There's a town meeting gathered with all the town elders standing at the head table. Tension in the crowd is high, and several people are looking over their shoulder, murmuring rumors and concerns to one another. The head elder, Jeffries, stands up and addresses the crowd. All right, you lot, listen up. We've come here from all over the county to discuss what's been going on in the fields and pastures at night. What's been terrorizing our livestock, eating our crop, taking the Samson's babe. There's a moment of silence at the mention of the child's disappearance and more than likely death. Father Patrick makes a sign of the cross. We pray for his soul. Ah, we all do. And we will figure out what's been causing it and how to stop it, but only together. The front doors to the town hall open, and in comes Blarult of Blarivia, famed monster hunter. His scarred face and the sword sheath in his back shows he means business. His cloak is bathed in dirt and blood from the road and his adventures. Do not fear, people of Kala. I have come to rid you of your beast. Beast? Sir, state your business before I have you thrown out of here. I am Blairolt of Blarivia, expert monster hunter. Ah, thank the lord, a real monster hunter. I've heard the rumors of your town's curse, and after scouting your land for a week, I've discovered what plagues your land so. It's a windigo infestation, and his hunger shan't be sufficed until he is killed and the body burned. It is a simple problem now, but if left to fester, they could reproduce more, and then- Oi! How's we know it's really a windy? Up from the crowd comes Yonda, a farmer-slash-town idiot. Um, sorry? We just want proof, don't we? Blairolt looks at Jeffries and he shrugs. Blairolt opens his coat, revealing that he is strapped with all sorts of monster hunting weapons, and more importantly, the head of one of the beasts. He tosses it at the feet of the elders. I found a youngling, but I'll need your best men in a posse so we can round them up. That ain't a windigo. I'm sorry? Yonder. I sees one before, that ain't it. Oh, really? What is it, then? You're right. What is that thing? How do we know you didn't just kill your wife and put some hair on her? What? Monster Hunter, in order to appease the crowd, I suggest you prove this isn't your wife with just some hair on her. Um, 
I'm not married. Monster hunters kind of just roam around and kill monsters that terrorize towns. See, he's just a drifter. The point I was trying to make. No, no, it wasn't. You were asking if the beast was my wife. Which he hasn't even answered. From the far back is Tifa. She is gross. Yeah, you're right, Tifa. This weird drifter still might have killed his wife and dressed up the body like a windy whatever so he could take all of our town money and give it to the poor in the next town over, making us poor. Yeah! The town is cheering yeah. with a couple yeah. yeahs and yeah. nodding in agreement with you. Everyone, down. everyone, please. <laughs> I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation for all of this. Yes, like that I'm Blair Oltz, an established monster hunter, and Wendigos have been ruining crops and eating livestock and children, and so I'm here to take care of that problem, and then I leave. I don't know why this has to be a bigger deal than that. So you's going to leave us to deal with all these dead Wendys just like that? Seems pretty convenient. It's not. I just said I need some of your best men to help me track and kill all of them. Can't do it yourself, and you still want to rob the town of our money afterwards as payment? Some monster hunter. It's not that expensive. I work for free room and board, plus expenses. Ah! God damn, commie. <laughs> Jeffries, you have to do something. Get this under control. You're right. <clears throat> Shut up. Got it? The people of the Cala, I ask for a modicum of patience as we explore this quote unquote Wendigo problem. I just gave you the beast's bloody head. What else could you ask? You know me. I've been in these lands longer than most of you. And those that are older, you've seen me run through the same fields you have, tame and ride the same horses that give our little patch of heaven our independence. All of the trials and tribulations under my leadership and my father's and my granddaddy's. We've prevailed. Can you agree? Aye! And so, this man, a stranger to our lands, comes here and tells us, of a grave issue. The very issue we all came here to address. One Yonda and Tifa are so quick to judge and scrutinize, and it is our very nature to judge new things, to exclude things, new ideas in our seemingly perfect community. But is it really that far-fetched to think that maybe he's right? Oh, thank God. That there are windy goes? Monsters among us that covet everything we love dear and wish to take it from us to destabilize what is already working? They're mostly animals, but I'm following. Yes, animals. And only animals would dare disturb the peace. Animals like those bastards of the Dell to the east. They clearly planted those Wendigos on our land, not this man. Oh, fuck me. So, before we handle this Wendigo problem... Clearly, the larger problem is to go to war and protect our lands from those hairy ticks. Everyone is getting pitchforks together and torches and musters themselves for war. Please, I just want to solve this small thing. I'll just do it on my own. Sorry I even asked. Blairolt is trying to leave when Father Patrick grabs his shoulder. Aye, boy, wait. These people are hopeless. Aye, but you have to try. There's still some beauty here. Right. God forgive me. He does. Blairolt turns and raises his arm to grab attention. People of the Kala, listen good and listen now. The commotion stops. The Wendigos that hunt your lands, I know the real truth behind them. I am sorry to deceive you, but I didn't realize how smart and intelligent and clever you all were. You're goddamn right. The Wendigos were sent by a rogue sect of the Dell government, a terrorist faction, if you will. They also hired me to tell you this. I, but actually, I'm a double agent, and I'm on your side. Called it. 
<laughs> and they're in your caverns and woods now, plotting with bombs. Yeah, lots of bombs and communist propaganda, and they need to be destroyed before we handle anything else. Holy shit balls! Blairt of Bluerivia is right. Those windy terrorists who were once controlled by his Dell wife are out of control. But thank God he switched sides and is helping us to kill them. We will reward you with 40 acres, but also 30 years in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just go. The people of the Kala all run out and go to war with the Wendigos and probably commit some war crimes against the Dell people. Cut the black. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what book have you been reading lately? <laughs> yeah, what is that? Crime? <laughs> That's Charlotte's yeah. what is Web. That? Yeah. yeah, it was Charlotte's Web. Yeah, yeah. I read Charlotte's yeah, was, Web. That was shot for shot. Or no, not crime. It's chaos, isn't it? Charlotte's Web. No, it's a different book entirely that what I'm is not it? gonna name. Jean Paul Charter. Yeah. Yeah. I've not been reading I've not been reading Charter. Okay. Yeah. Thank Nausea. you. Mm-hmm. By Charter. No, yeah, that was uh Yeah, yeah. that was great, man. And I'll tell you something about that is I never played The Witcher. You're missing out. But you man. get it. It's a good I didn't game. get any of it. It's oh. a good game. I was like, monsters? What are those? Mm. I don't know what those are. Really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I'm like go home and buy I think a PS5. I could just I could write this for thirty pages of different yeah. problems the people Blair Alt goes through, or the, the people of the Kala. No, Blair Alt's just like I just want to kill this monster, and they're like, we need we need to do some other stuff first. He's yeah, like, no, yeah. no, it's just like one thing. Just let me do this one thing. We they're like, want how do genocide. we know where did he even come from? <laughs> we want genocide. So yeah. I'm thinking, CD Projekt Red mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. sullied their reputation. Yes, mm-hmm. with the global public, I think. This is the perfect time to swoop in and say, hey, guys, I know you're remastering The Witcher 3 mm-hmm. for PS5 next-gen mm-hmm. consoles. I've got an expansion for you. It's, you've already started writing that expansion. There's going right, to be right. there's going to be a character named Boland of Bishane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of, of Biliad. Of Biliad, yes, of Biliad. Yeah. Boland of Biliad. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I only played a little bit of The Witcher, but the majority of people have it's problems with monsters, really right? Really good. And they're like, up for it? Oh, and yeah. And so this is like a take on if they just were... If they were assholes? Yeah. If, yeah. if they were, they were like, we actually don't believe you. If they were my hometown? This is like if they were monster hunters in 21st century America and people... They would make the problem about something else, even though there's clearly a monster in it's front just of like, them. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's just one thing, yeah. This, by the way, this was my script the whole time. I couldn't... It's a white screen. I was just reading it. Oh, wow, that was really good. You did really good. Did really yeah. good. You I was reading your lines while you were reading your lines, and I was just making it up. <laughs> you didn't good. miss anything. Oh, really? Nothing. Well, that's yeah. the that's the show for this week. Yeah, Thank you, good. Addison, for hopping in. Thanks, Thank Addison. you so much Addison. for having me. If people want to know more about you or like where to find you or. I've got stuff out there, but What's I'm all uh, not proud of it anymore as time passes. Nice. So I don't suggest looking for any of it. Nice. Okay. So we will not be plugging. No, no plug no plugs for, for you. me, but plug away, my <laughs> friends. All right, we're on at DangerJRPR on our socials on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, we you can also find us probably if you just Google their names. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? They get to it. That's uh, it. Oh, keep an eye out for no, Patreon. Go. Oh, Patreon. We're gonna do that soon. Yeah, yeah we're gonna do that. And Addison. are any of these shirts actually happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah you oh, can yeah. order you all can the buy shirts. all of them right now. Yep. I understand. Yeah, I see that. We one. got one coming out that says "Shaky Bitch" on it. <laughs> Shaky bitch. <laughs> Shaky bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. She did now. Bye that one's bye. coming out this week. I'm doing that one this week. Okay. Oh, cool. hear that? Yeah. Hey, say goodbye to Buster Jones. Uh, see you later, Buster Jones. What do you love about Buster Jones? Yeah. Tell uh, us. I love inside jokes that I don't get. Tell no, us. My favorite. Yeah. What do you fucking like Buster about Buster Jones? Jones. Say what you like about him. I'm, uh, what does he smell like? 
Oh, what 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 so accent does he have? Good. Uh, like a Jamaican one. Close. Yeah, close. That was yeah, actually that was close. Really, really close. Yeah. Where is your shithole? <laughs> <laughs> okay, bleep that. Okay, now we have to cut. Now we have to cut. The Danger Junior Writers Room is a Danger Junior production. Come sock. Produced by Austin Zessen, Logan Baggerly, Megan Castleberry, Jimmy D, and Blake Brown. Come sock. Engineering by Jim D and Blake Brown. Comsock. Edited by Austin Zessen. Comsock. Theme song by Blake Brown, Jimmy D, and Logan Baggerly. Comsock. Make sure to follow this show and all Danger Junior productions at DangerJRPR on Twitter and Instagram. That's Danger Junior Productions spelled DangerJRPR on Twitter and Instagram. Comsock. All right. She dead now. Bye-bye.